What is up, podcast community? My name is Michael Chernow, and this is the Creatures of Habit podcast. Habits are everything, and on this show, I will be interviewing some of the most inspiring, motivated, and high-performing humans on the planet to learn about the daily habits, routines, and rituals that help keep them focused, determined, on top of their game, and ultimately, happy. My journey from the depths of addiction and misery to success as a family man and serial entrepreneur was only made possible by replacing bad habits with great ones. And my mission in life today is to share that story and the story of others with you to bring value and life-changing tools to as many people as possible. So sit back, relax, and pay attention because what you hear in this podcast today can potentially change your life. Let's go. Today, I have an incredible guest. Her name is Patricia Santos. She is the founder of Volition Beauty. Her story is really cool. She has been in finance for a long time, and she saw something that rubbed her the wrong way years and years ago. She noticed that female founders were not getting the attention, not getting the funding that they absolutely without a question of a doubt deserve and she wanted to make a change there and that's exactly what she did and so she's got a really really cool story and she's built an unbelievable brand so i'm very excited to announce or to introduce rather patricia welcome to the show thank you michael i am so so happy to be here this show is all about habits and you run a company that really does fall within the habits of many people across the globe, right? Like skincare is a big deal. Beauty is a big deal. I mean, it's a massive category. And like brushing your teeth, beauty and skincare play a massive role in most people in a lot of people's lives. I'm sure that habit is something that you all look look at very, very closely in your business. But I want to kick it off by um, just asking you, what does habit mean to you? Absolutely. I think we, we, we think about skincare quite a bit. We think about skincare routines and, um, and clearly work very closely with our chemists and our labs to optimize that. And I love that analogy of brushing your teeth and, and, and flossing because so many people do that. But if you think about their skincare routines, they actually don't think about it in the same way, right? They're like, I'm just going to go to bed without washing my face. Totally fine. But, you know, and not feel guilty about it at all. Whereas, you know, brushing your teeth is something that people incorporate into their daily lives. They know that they have to do that. You know, so for, for me, I think habit is all about routines that you build, that you enjoy, and, you know, that, that have become part of you and your daily life. I want to make a mention here that skincare and just being totally I, I I would like to say above board, skincare is not something that men pay an enormous amount of attention to. It's definitely not nearly as important to most men as it is to women. You know, I could be making a generalization there. So if I get in a lot of a trouble for saying that, so sorry. It's just my opinion. However, I will say this. I have incorporated a skincare routine into my life about a year and change ago that I am so proud of. It is a habit. I never not do it. I do it every single day. 
every single morning when I wake up, I splash cold water on my face. And then I have a face cleanser that sits right on my vanity. So it's very, very close. And it's, and it's sort of like a big bottle. So I don't have to think about buying it a lot. And I wash my face. And then I have the most amazing, and I love this stuff more than anything on the planet. It is a face serum that has like turmeric in it. So it has this like little tint to it and it smells so good. And I literally, I just pour like seven drops into my palm of my hand. I mix it, I put it on my face and I'm just telling you, like, it just feels so damn good. It has now become another win for me. And at night before I go to bed, I don't actually wash my face. I just, I splash my face with cold water and then I moisturize with this really simple, like overnight face moisturizer. And for anybody listening here, if you don't have a skincare routine, it takes no time at all. And it just feels good. First of all, you get A plus pluses for, you know, incorporating that into your routine. I think that, you know, it is a generalization, but I think it's it's based in fact, like a lot of men don't have a skincare routine. They're, they probably wash their face with body wash or they're pulling their shampoo down when they're in the shower and like, and that's about it. And I bet you... When you actually started buying face wash and then putting on that serum after the face wash, your skin probably felt incredibly different. Like not only did you, were you proud of yourself that, you know, that, that you did that, but you know, that like tight, tight feeling that you probably got when you were like washing your face with body wash or soap. As soon as you started your skincare routine, did that go away? Right. Were you still feeling sort of like you know, that your face was sort of, you know, dry and pulling, you know, you know, that first smile in the morning when you see somebody or like, is my face cracking? You know, like it, it basically what, what you were doing, right, was was resetting the pH balance in your skin, right? That is basically stripped by shampoo or by soap, because in order for those uh, those two products to work, what they do is they basically, you know, remove the water barrier so that the water can actually wash your face and wash the dirt off your body or your hair. It's basically stripping your skin. So when you got that face moisturizer, that was probably pH balanced, and then you use that serum to, you know, on top of the skin, those are products that are meant to reset your pH balance, the proper level so that you don't feel that tightness and that dryness and that cracking. So kudos to you. That's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. And, uh, and yeah, you get, you get a, you get a thumbs up from a, a skincare junkie. So good job. Let's talk about morning routine. Can you walk us through what your morning routine looks like? It's a little bit more than yours, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's actually, it's not that much more. Um, you know, I think ultimately I believe that skincare can be pretty simple. It doesn't have to be intimidating at all. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm Asian. I grew up in Asia. I run a skincare brand, but even I don't do a 12 step Korean skincare routine or, you know, with all of these different products, right? Like my skincare routine is I do, you know, what I would call the basics, cleanse, moisturize, SPF. And I have a little, you know, some little bonus things in there, like a serum. I would call a serum, like a, like a bonus product to walk you through it. So I, I cleanse in the morning. Usually if I'm feeling a little dry, I'll use like a milky or creamy cleanser. Women's skin changes quite a bit because hormonally, um, you know, uh, across the months and as you grow older, it, it changes, um, I think much more um, than men's skin does. So I tend to be very 
intentional about like the kind of cleanser that I'm using at any given point in time. So gel-based, if I'm feeling normal or particularly combination skin, um, milky or creamy, if, if I'm feeling dry or dehydrated, or if, if I'm in a, in a climate that, you know, is, is, is cold. Then I do toner. Toner is a optional bonus product. I wouldn't say everybody has to use toner. And I would say probably only 20% of like skincare folks really use toner. So it's not a huge, huge product. But for me, I, I really like it. Even if I'm using a pH balanced cleanser, my face still you know, tends to feel tight. So I just like to you know, take that um, and reset the pH with a, with a toner. Um, when the toner is still a little damp, I put on my serum. And the serum is, um, you know, I'll switch it up. I'll use, you know, you're probably using a vitamin C with turmeric serum. So that's like a, because turmeric is a big brightening product, right? So the serum you're using is probably for that. So, you know, get rid of dark spots, really um, even the skin tone, right? So I'll, I'll usually switch up between either a vitamin C serum for brightening or a hydrating serum. So that's like a hyaluronic acid or, you know, something like that, that's really going to put some moisture back in your skin. And then this is something you don't do, Michael, but I would suggest maybe you think about it. After you put the serum on, I moisturize. The moisturizer is really what kind of locks it all in, right? It's- I do. Oh, okay. Yo, that's right. You do it at night, but you should move- No, you know what? I made a flub. I actually, I wash my face and then I put on the serum, which I love. And then I do a little, a little dab of, uh, of, of moisturizer. There you go. So you, you, you are, you are skincare, you are a skincare, you know, one-on-one, you should be teaching this one. That's my morning skincare trifecta, cold water with a little, a little face wash and then uh, a little moisturizer. Now I I have a question for you because this is actually really interesting and, and I think super value add. So can you just break down for us the ideal for men that currently don't have a skincare habit or a skincare ritual or skincare routine? How can you break it down, like to make it simple for, for men listening to want to incorporate it? And is it, is it better to do it in the morning, in the evening? Ideally, I think you would say both, but like getting somebody going on something like this would probably be best to say, Hey, this is the best time to start it. And then once, if you can get into the ritual of doing that, then kick over to the other thing. Cause then, then I want to talk about the ideal female. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll make it, I'll make it very simple for those people who don't have a skincare routine and honestly are probably listening to me and being like, I'm not doing that. She's crazy. Moisturizer with SPF. That's it. The cleansing thing is great. You know, it's, it's definitely important, particularly if you like wear a lot of makeup, right. But that's for women. And it's also, it's more about like how your skin feels. So if you don't mind that kind of tight feeling, et cetera, like the moisturizer will, you know, and and the natural oils in your skin will reset your, your skin's pH throughout the day. So honestly, if you have no skincare routine and you're like one of those guys who's again, pulling down his shampoo to wash his face, just get a moisturizer with SPF hopefully 25 and above. And then that's it, like, or 35 and above. And then that's, you know, that's, that, that would be it. Right. That's, that's all I ask. That's all I would recommend. So where we can buy that. Right. Cause I think that that's important that you give us like an ease, like, you know, I think most people in the world, but specifically men need to be told exactly what to do <laughs> and, and that's it. Um, and that's how they're going to do it. But by using moisturizer with SPF after a certain amount of time, is there going to be a visible difference in the skin? 100%. We are going to look at 
not wearing SPF in 10 years, let's say, or maybe 15 years. We're going to look at not wearing SPF similar to smoking cigarettes. The link to skin cancer is that clear. And it's not even about, you know, you'll look glowy or, you know, it'll address fine lines and wrinkles. It's literally just, you know, you have to protect your skin from the sun because a lot of men don't think about their skincare, you know, that much. They're like, oh, if I'm going to the beach, I'll spray something on, you know, it's fine. Right. But if you can just get a moisturizer with SPF or even honestly, just an SPF incorporated into your morning routine in 10 years, your skin will thank you. You'll look a lot different than you would if you didn't start that now. Is there a specific call to action that you can give us so that the dudes that are listening to this can can utilize it on Volition Beauty? At Volition Beauty, which again, I mean, I, uh, we, we have a lot of male customers um, and, and a lot of our uh, products are fragrance-free, which makes them sort of unisex, right? Because we don't have those like really flowery, you know, fragrant uh, formulas that turn some guys off. Um, you know, we have, a, we have an orangeical cleanser it's awesome. We, we launched it about a year ago, but I actually think it's sold out right now. So I don't even know why I'm plugging it. <laughs> it's out of stock, but I think any cleanser will do any, any cleanser from, from CVS or Walgreens or the drugstore would be better than shampoo. Okay. So let's just pop over to the ideal skincare routine from a skincare expert for females. It's not that different. If a woman wants to invest more time into her skincare, right? The basics are probably pretty similar to what I do, right? I consider my morning routine to be, you know, pretty close to the basics, which is cleanse, serum, moisturize, and then SPF. This podcast is brought to you by, you guessed it, Creatures of Habit. Creatures of Habit is a lifestyle and wellness brand. We launched the brand with a product called The Protagonist. It is a superhuman oatmeal. It is not just regular oatmeal. It is plant-based, dairy-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, packed with 30 grams of plant-based protein, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D3, probiotic, digestive enzymes, truly the best thing you can put in your body to kickstart your day used as a pre-workout meal or a post-workout meal. This is a meal, everybody. This is not a snack. This is a meal. It is perfect for on the go. Use promo code K-O-H-P-O-D-20, the number 20. That's K-O-H-P-O-D-20 at checkout when you pop over to creaturesofhabit.com. That is creatures with a K, creaturesofhabit.com. We appreciate you. We love you. And now on to the pod. Three habits don't have to be skincare related that have been a part of your life for some time that you think have made a major positive impact and you could not live without. You know, in business school, you know, one of the, the major things that talked about all the time was networking, 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 always about like, you mean everyone's in business school to meet other people. I really thought it was like a bad word. I, I felt, I felt it was like, using other people for what they could do for you is kind of how I understood networking when I first got to business school. The more I thought about it and the more I, I made it a priority, the more I realized that it's really about expanding your world and, and learning from others, right? And making a very conscious effort to set aside time and meet new people, right? And because they bring so much 
education and so much insight and so, so many different point of views. And so once I reset my understanding of what networking meant, then I started to create habits that could help me, you know, do that. And I, and I made myself meet anywhere from, you know, three to five new people every week. Right. And it doesn't, I mean, it, 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 and, and not, not work related, right. Not somebody who I thought could do something for me, somebody who was, you know, tangential potentially in a different industry, but one that I was curious about and one that I was, you know, excited to chat with kind of like, you know, what you do with your podcast, right? Like that's, that's really about kind of expanding your horizons. And so for me, um, you know, one habit that I've been doing since business school is, is to say, okay, every week I'm going to meet and I'm going to reach out and I'm going to make time to chat with three to five new people. But, uh, but yeah, but I think um, that that's been a really, really, you know, really useful habit um, over the past 17 years since I've been in business school. But, um, but yeah, that has really helped me, I think, learn and grow and, um, and meet some amazing folks. I have a very good friend. His name is Eric Kinman. He's one of the, he's one of the greatest guys in the world. Um, his number one habit is meet something like three to five people a day. So he, and this is obviously pre pandemic, but, but his, he, he makes, he makes that a massive part of his happiness habits where he forces himself to connect with new human beings. Uh, and I, I think that's wonderful. I really, I think that that's such a great habit to, to consider. The longest standing human study, if in the world or in the United States of America, is a Harvard study started in 1938. And that is one of the coolest studies of all time. And really what that study makes very clear is that human happiness is contingent on the quality of your personal relationships. And it has nothing to do with anything else. And not even your business relationships, solely your personal relationships, which is why I think it's also awesome that you said, you know, like, you're not out there trying to necessarily network with only people that are that would potentially benefit your business. You're trying to just meet new people to expand your people network, which I love. Any other habits that you want to share? Well, I mean, so, I mean, you asked me for three. So um, uh, I, I guess my second one related to that actually was um, was a pandemic habit that I, I picked up. So during um, during work from home, you know, it's hard to meet new people, um, right? It's everybody was like locked in their house. So what I would do is I would do walking meetings. So these these networking meetings, I would turn into a let's go for a walk together you on your mobile and me on my mobile. And, um, and I just found like one, what a great way to get away from your desk and zoom calls and, and just, you know, just walk for a little bit and get outside. And then two, you know, I found, especially for these networking meetings, like I was so much more engaged because I wasn't checking my email and I wasn't like flipping to my Slack, you know, while I'm having this conversation, I'm, you know, I'm walking in the park and, you know, I'm just enjoying what, um, you know, learning about this person and, and, and engaging with them. So that was something that, yeah, it's been recent, but like, I'm never giving that up. That walking meetings on the phone. Awesome. Love it. I love doing that myself. I really do. Number three, 
Oh man, number three. I don't know. I'm just going to say SPF again because I can't. I, I can't say that enough. Like, please, everybody, like wear SPF. Um, but yeah, okay, that's my that's my number one skincare habit that I wish everybody had. Can you talk to me about a habit that you've broken that made a massive impact in your life that you've been able to uh, stay abstinent from? One that you broke and how you broke it. This is easy for me. It's caffeine. I used to live on coffee and Diet Coke. That literally is all I drank and like no water. I mean, gross to think about it. And I would, you know, I would get headaches all the time and I didn't know why, you know, I would, my, my lips were chapped. I didn't, I couldn't figure it out. And one day I was like, you know, let me switch this up a little bit, right? Like I'm drinking so many dark black fluids, like this can't be good for me. So um, I wouldn't say I abstain from coffee. So I, I'm just much more intentional, I would say, about the, the, my, my ingestion of it. But one day I just, I, I decided I was going to do one for one, right? So one coffee, then a water. One Diet Coke, then a water. Not like sip three Diet Cokes in a row, right? Like, which is what I would do before. And then one day I, I, just, I just realized how much better I felt with that new water intake, right? So now I love water. I drink it all day. Um, you know, I, I probably overhydrate, but the benefits of it are my caloric intake goes down, right? Because I'm not confusing my thirst with hunger because I'm hydrated and I feel good. My mood goes up because I don't crash after the Diet Coke or the, or the coffee. My lips aren't chapped, which is awesome. And my skin, my skin looks great which is huge for a skincare CEO, right? So, um, so it's such a small habit that I never even thought about, um, you know, giving up caffeine or reducing caffeine. Sorry. I, you know, I, I definitely do still have, you know, coffee and tea and, and an occasional diet Coke, but, um, but definitely life-changing for me, I, I think. And, and, um, and surprisingly, you know, it, it, uh, it took some time for me to actually get there, but, uh, but when I made that change, it was a huge improvement. Do you have an evening routine, not necessarily skincare related, that helps you wind down before bed? My evening routine to wind down is absolutely skincare related. That is my meditative time um, because, you know, I tr I've tried yoga. I've tried like meditation. I've tried all those apps, the Calm app, all of those things. And maybe it's the, the you know, maybe it's the like, HBS type A in me or the mommy multitasker. I don't know what it is, but I can't meditate at all. Like I can't just sit there and do nothing, but taking the time at night to do this whole routine and just have all of that time to myself in my quiet bathroom, where there's, you know, putting a mask on or whether it's just doing the standard everyday routine, which is like the double cleanse and then the serum and the moisturizer, et cetera, but taking my time to do it and just saying like the door is closed. My kids don't bother me in there. You know, the, 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 the work stuff is put away. Like that is my unwind 100%. It has been so much easier for me to do it because I look at it as that time, because I look at my skincare routine, not like, Oh my God, I have to floss again. Like uh, flossing because I look at it as like the time to take care of myself, the time to just be on my own. It's absolutely a habit that I would, I would never give up. It's a privilege. I would say. I like it. I will say this, my floss game changed pretty significantly when I got 
the, do you know the company Quip that makes those, those toothbrushes? Yeah. So they introduced this really cool floss tool that's just made flossing so much more convenient. It's just like a great, I had so many people don't floss. So many people don't floss. And, and I was one of them for a long time. And then I got this quit floss thing and it totally changed the floss game for me. It's either making it easier. It's making it more enjoyable. It's making it cheaper, right? I mean, you have to do, you have to enable your habits, right? You have to, you can't just force yourself to, um, to stick to something. Otherwise it's just not going to work. You have to or almost make it seamless, right? For you to do them. And if quip, and their new flossing thing did it for you, right? Or, you know, hopefully, um, you know, uh, that works for other people too. But um, yeah, I think it's it's about making it seamless to, do, to get them done. This podcast is brought to you by, you guessed it, Creatures of Habit. Creatures of Habit is a lifestyle and wellness brand rooted in functional nutrition. The protagonist is a superhuman, incredibly delicious, instant and overnight oatmeal blend developed to feed your body the most optimized blend of vitamins, minerals, Minerals and macros. With premium oats, 30 grams of plant-based protein, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D3, a probiotic, and digestive enzymes in each pouch, you will never have to think about what to eat for breakfast, pre-workout, or post-workout meal, or a healthy meal any time of the day in a pinch. Made four simple and convenient ways. One, just add hot water. Two, overnight in the fridge. Three, Add to a delicious smoothie or simply put in the microwave. Take the stress out of worrying about what to eat for a healthy and delicious way to kickstart your day. And if you fast, this is the perfect meal one as it delivers wellness, satiety, and delicious flavors. Pop over to creaturesofhabit.com. That's creaturesofhabit.com with a K, creaturesofhabit.com, and put in promo code K-O-H-P-O-D-20 for 20% off your first order. Last question. This is how I finish every podcast. You've done a lot. You're the CEO of an amazing company. You went to incredible schools. I'm sure it wasn't easy getting there. I'm sure it wasn't easy there. I'm sure it wasn't easy building the company that you've built and all the other things that you've done. Um, What is it all for? I think it's all about intellectual curiosity. Everything that I've done in terms of achievements, right? has been because I'm curious about something and I want to figure it out. And whether or not it's, it's you know, a, my problem or somebody else's problem, or whether or not it's something that somebody hasn't figured out before, or maybe it's a different way of looking at something that has been done the same way for a really long time. I think that everything I've done has not been about achieving something. It's just that I found it interesting, that I've been curious about it. After business school, I went into venture capital and learning about those entrepreneurs' businesses was amazing to me, right? Learning about them and learning about why they were doing what they were doing and how they did it. It satisfied a lot of my curiosity, right? It's something I had never, I had never done before. You know, I'm I'm an immigrant from Asia. There was no way my my parents talked about being entrepreneurs, right? They were like, get a secure job, be a lawyer you know, that, that kind of thing. So, so for me, you know, going into uh, venture capital, eventually becoming an entrepreneur, eventually starting my own company that helps other entrepreneurs launch their products. That for me is, is all about learning 
something about others and learning something that I was uh, curious about and that I continue to learn, you know, to, to, to learn from on a daily basis. I think that's a wonderful way to end. Patricia, it was so great having you here and I cannot wait to share these skincare habits. I think it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to put that out into the, into the ethos. I mean, we know that um, skincare is a massive, massive, massive arena right now. And beauty in general is really just sort of, I think, seeing heights that it hasn't seen. So congratulations on uh, being uh, at the forefront of the industry and, 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 and taking the time to spend with me today on the Creatures of Habit podcast. Thanks for having me, Michael. It was a great time. And there you have it, folks. I hope we delivered some valuable content for you to implement into your life on a daily basis. Please remember that our habits have the power to make us or break us. Replacing bad habits with great ones is the answer to living a life of happiness, optimism, and high performance. We are capable of achieving anything. We all have what it takes to give it all we've got. Commit to one great habit each day and truly commit and watch how everything in your life starts evolving from good to great. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five-star rating and a nice review that will help us grow this podcast, bring on more amazing guests, and continue to deliver invaluable content on a weekly basis. Lastly, please share this podcast with any friends or family that you think might appreciate it. And always remember, want plus do equals have. Until the next one, fam. Peace.